Hello, and welcome back to The Pattern. Right now, this is 2023, and I'm a doctoral candidate at Stanford University studying early childhood education. Before that, I was an elementary school teacher. My first degree was in applied linguistics, and so I worked with young children on language development, and then I became a reading specialist after that. So I'm here today with one tip for reading with your child, and the tip is focus less on reading to your child and focus more on reading with your child. What does that mean? Well, I used to do reading assessments for kids, and so every September I'd read with probably 200 kids over the course of a month. And when you read with that many kids, you see the differences in the ways the kids have been acculturated into reading. One thing I noticed was that certain kids would be completely silent during the reading of a book, right? So I'm reading a few pages to the child, and the child is just sitting there super quietly, you know, staring at the pages or not, but just being really quiet. And there's a part of this assessment where I would read about half of a book, and I would close the book, and I would say to the child, what do you think is going to happen next? And in those moments, some kids would say, oh, I think they're going to find the cookie, or I think that, you know, the dog is going to wake up, or whatever it may be. But there are other kids who close the book, ask the question, what do you think is going to happen next? They'd say, yeah, man, I don't know. And in those cases, my hypothesis was that those were kids who, in the reading environments that they came from at home or in prior learning settings, that the kids weren't being asked to think through the book, right? And I think about the dynamic where, you know, a parent reads a couple of books to a child before they go to bed. And so it's like, okay, head up to bed, we'll read two books, and then go to sleep. And I think naturally, sometimes in that process, parents are focused on sort of getting through the books to get through sleep time. And kids know that's the way it goes, right? So sometimes it's read another one, read another one. So you see that kids are sort of feeling some anxiety or anticipation around when the book is over, so is my time for this day and I have to go to bed. And I think also some kids are taught that, you know, reading is when you sit quietly next to a grown-up and they read to you. But when you get to school, the expectation is that kids have been thinking about books and engaging with books. And so teachers will, you know, read a page or two and then ask a question, read a page, ask a question. So the kids who've been sort of read to in that way that it's, you know, I'm quiet, someone reads a book, and then we move to the next book, that doesn't serve kids really well when they get to school, when they're asked to think about books and predict and infer and demonstrate comprehension. So the piece of advice that I'm giving to you is to read with your child, not to them. And what I mean by that is ask them questions, model for them making predictions or inferences and show them that what reading is, is you're using this text as kind of a jumping off point to get your brain going. You're not just sort of digesting the book and moving on. So you should think out loud, hmm, I wonder what's going to happen here. You should make predictions. I think that they're going to go through the cave and they're going to find what they're looking for. The more that you model those things, your child will start to do those things with you. And then when they come to school and they read with a teacher or a reading specialist and, 
during the course of the reading of those books, they're going to be offering those ideas and they're going to be demonstrating that their brain is on and they're engaged. And what that does is it helps teachers to know that the child is with them, which means they can progress faster through books, moving to more complicated texts. And the teacher has a clear way to understand if your child is fully engaged, right? Because if I'm reading next to a child as a teacher and the child is silent, I don't really know what's going on in their brain. But if that child is volunteering information, then that shows me where we are and what I need to work on. Now, granted, really good teachers, whether your child is volunteering information or not, or asking questions or offering you know, observations or not, your child can have really rich, rewarding reading experiences. But if you want your child to excel and you want your child to be clearly targeted as, a, as someone who's had really great experiences with books and reading before, you need to make sure that they're participating in the reading of the books and it's not just a passive process. All right. Thanks for listening. This is The Patterns.